This is Big Talk, Michael Glab here, my guest this week in the studio, Lucy Shake. Hi Lucy, thanks for being with us. Well, thanks for having me in. Now Lucy is the coordinator of the City of Bloomington Volunteer Network. She has been involved with that organization under one name or another for this whole century, for gosh sakes, for that's, this whole millennium. <laughs> that's a scary thought right yeah. there. <laughs> Almost a thousand years. You yeah. no, that's no, a joke. no, no, no. But at least, at least since two thousand, the Bloomington Volunteer Network. What is it? <laughs> well, yeah, the Volunteer Network is is our community's way of centralizing how to get involved with community. We make it easy for individuals and groups to find places to volunteer, and we facilitate organizations involving people in their programming in the best way possible. So everybody has a good experience of community and civic engagement. Does this mean if I were the type of decent human being, if, who wanted to do something for society, but didn't know exactly what, I could contact the city and I could get an idea of where I might fit in? We actually make it even easier than that. If you huh? have access to the internet, you can 24-7, 365, go online and do some browsing or searching for an opportunity that's the right fit for you. We have a website at bloomingtonvolunteernetwork.org that is one of those things of the new century. We've, we've gone online. We used to be all paper, but now you can find your opportunities anytime that's convenient. How many do-good organizations nonprofits that help humanity are there around here that you work with well according to the the, the folks over at IU they've done a lot of surveys um, and there are over 900 nonprofit or helping agencies here in Monroe County alone wait we, wait 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 how many I'm going to say over 900. That includes your, your faith communities, sure. your nonprofits, your grassroots organizations, your clubs. As the volunteer network, we hover right about uh, just over 340 that are registered partners of the volunteer network. Now, how does an organization, an, an independent nonprofit, how does that organization register? Do you reach out to them and say, hey, you're a good organization? we need you or do they come to you? They actually tend to find us. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, so if you're putting anything into the Google, you're gonna find Bloomington Volunteer Network. If you're looking for volunteering, we also have a, um, a real network of helpers here in, in the Bloomington community through the library and through um, the United Way, government where the volunteer network is that help uh, direct each other so that we are pointing people into the direction where they can get, can get help for their, you know, maybe their blossoming nonprofit. You can go to Nonprofit Central with Bobby Overman over at the Monroe County Public Library. If wow. that's where you land, she's going to point you back over to the volunteer network and say, if you're looking for volunteers, you're going to want to talk to them. Mm. And when we have an easy way to register, we have an online form. They can fill that out. And then that's when I start engaging with the organizations to make sure it's a right fit. And then they can start posting immediately. So what kind of questions would you be interested in knowing about a person who wants to volunteer? Would you say, what are your interests or something? Would it be like a, an almost a job interview? 
for the individual who's yeah. interested? Well, yeah, a lot of times, uh, and, and I would say most of the time, if I'm contacted by an individual, they're usually very open. They say, hey, I, I'm wanting to get involved. I want to volunteer, whether they're new to the community or not. And they just say, I want to help where I'm needed most. And when that happens, I really appreciate that sentiment, but I don't always trust that that's actually what they want to do, believe it or not. I think what we need to do more is to ask ourselves, how can I share my gifts with the community in a way that's a good match for my time, my talent, and where I'm located? Because those are those logistical things are very important to how we arrange our day and our, our year. We don't all have a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So what I do when someone calls is I ask them a few clarifying questions. Uh -huh. I might just drill down a little bit. Like, how do you spend your free time? You know, what do you enjoy doing? Well, um, what, what if I say I... I you know, right now all I'm doing is sitting there and watching TV, but I really want to do something, gosh darn it. That's right. Well, what kind of programs are you watching? Oh, really? <laughs> well, you really get into it. Sure, then. sure. Well, a lot of times we don't think about ourselves very much. You know, yeah. like if you're very, if you're sitting there watching the Discovery Channel, you know, Wonder Lab might be a fit for you. Right. Because that might be what you're looking to do is learn and explore while you're spending your time giving back to the community. All right, then. What if I say to you, I love watching the David Attenborough specials, uh, the nature specials, oh, okay. animals and the sea and so forth. What kind what of what kind of things inspire you about that? Do you do you imagine yourself working with those animals? Gee, is is there an opportunity for that? There actually is. There's many opportunities. You can here in Monroe County. Oh sure, oh sure. Yeah, yeah. We hey, we're doing play acting here. <laughs> well, you know that's the fun thing about the job is there is something for everybody. Yeah. And what what you know it takes to find that something is getting to know people, right? And learning about them and listening to what they're passionate about, whether they identify that or not, we're going to kind of surface it um, by talking about it. So some people might, you know, have a lot of heart for children or children's causes, but uh -uh. maybe how they see themselves interacting with that is behind the scenes, you know, helping at the CASA office mm. rather than being interactive, maybe at an after school program with the children. So it's really important to have a, a good match is to be honest with yourself and to have um, some thoughts about what really would sustain you in a in a volunteer endeavor because we are not thank goodness at the moment in disaster right you know mm -hmm. it's it's not all hands on deck now 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 everybody on the same assignment save um, lives save the save lives right yeah. that that can happen and we will place you where you are needed at that point huh. but um, right now what the, our organizations really need is sustained committed support of community members, not just IRIU community, but community members who can assist with the efforts of our nonprofits to, to support and make a, a healthy place to live for all of our citizens. How many volunteers are there in this city and or county? That's a hard, that's a moving target often. Uh, you know, so the way things are counted is, is very interesting and we're just sending out our, our annual nonprofit survey to our partner organizations mm -hmm. to ask them how many volunteers do they interact with. So but you I can get tell to know you, as much as possible about their operation. Right. Now, we're not parsing out is that same person uh, uh, right. volunteering at this uh, organization and that organization. Because there are those. 
Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We have some real go-getters out there that, yeah. that do a lot of different things that spark their interest. But um, I can tell you from last year's survey, we were well over 30,000 reported from about half of our, well, actually it was, it was uh, 123, 123 partner organizations reported back that there were about 30,000 wow. plus um, volunteers that interacted with their organizations. And again, that's not all the organizations. No. That's just a small fraction. It's a small fraction. So you can extrapolate out from there that, yeah. that the hours that those 30,000 plus volunteers put into their, in their volunteering is pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> I just heard from IU that they reached a million hours um, in last year in, in their just kind of um, tracking of their engagement of the students that they interact with. And again, that's an even harder one to, yeah. to target. But from just what they're being reported, they're hearing big numbers from our student population involved in Bloomington and beyond through the whole IU system. The uh, City of Bloomington Volunteer Network uh, likes to recognize some organizations, some individuals mm -hmm. for the work they've done. That's coming up. Nominations are open at this time for the Be More Awards. It's uh, our wonderful annual celebration of volunteers here in Bloomington. It's a community celebration. And if you're involved with an organization, you might have an organizational uh, recognition celebration. But this one is for everyone. It's open to everyone. It's on March 31st. That's a Tuesday at the Buskirk Chunley Theater. It's open. That'll be the celebration. That is the yeah. actual celebration. But if you happen to know an outstanding volunteer, volunteer group, a young person, an older person, we have a category for them to be nominated in. And those nominations are being accepted through February 3rd. February 3rd. So that gives us about a week, a week and a half. That's right. And the nomination is very, it's very straightforward, very simple. So if you have some nice things to say about the impact and the effect that this person or group has had on our community through their service, please let us know about them. We'd love to celebrate them. And we celebrate all of the nominees, not just the 10 that we um, end up presenting awards to. Yeah, I was looking over that list of 10 from last year. I can look at these awards and all the different organizations from which these people came. And I can get like a little idea of what goes on in the volunteer world here in Bloomington and Monroe County. So if you wouldn't mind, Lucy Shake, who is the coordinator of the Volunteer Network, I'm going to go down this list and uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about who's who and what's what. One of the award winners was a fellow named David White. He's from the South Central Community Action Program. What does that organization do? The South Central Community Action Program does a lot, and they do a lot even beyond Monroe County. So they service multiple counties, um, but they work with people experiencing poverty oh. um, through various programs. So everything from Thriving Connections, which is a volunteer effort to uh, work with people working their way out of poverty to create resources and circles of support, all the way to uh, financial assistance mm -hmm. for utilities. And that's where Head Start is also based out of. And there's ah. so many things going on out there at, at we call it SCAP, uh, South Central Community Action Program. 
David White produces a, a newspaper and has for many, many years called The Safety Net huh. that is directed towards people who may be experiencing homelessness or poverty. Yeah. And he has coordinated this throughout all of his community connections and distributes it with the assistance of the South Central Community Action Program. So he he was honored because he's been involved in that and then also many other things, I think, including the Puck Players Puppet Theater, which I remember from my childhood here in Bloomington. Say that name again. The Puck Players Puppet Theater. Okay, got it. <laughs> and uh, they used to put on shows here in Bloomington and Monroe County Library, and he's just been active throughout his, his lifetime here in Bloomington, and that's why he received that lifetime award. A person named Cindy Johnson. Now, she's of the Down Syndrome Family Connection. Yes, and I believe she received the board member board member award. Is that correct? Each of these awards is, is in a different category. I do believe she received the award for um, the most committed board member. Yeah. And Cindy It's is, a lot of work to be a board member of a is. volunteer organization. It is. And that's why we have that special category yeah. because they're often overlooked when it comes to right. volunteerism. They don't just sit there and eat lunch. No. No, they do not. <laughs> but Cindy is wonderful, and the Down Syndrome Family Connection is wonderful. And um, I am very honored to be participating in her program this year. She huh. invited me at the Be More Awards last year. Uh, sneaky Cindy and her board member ways uh, got me to be to go to the Coco Couture Fashion Show. So I'll be walking mm-hmm. the runway with one of their participants for a Down Syndrome Family Connection. What a glamorous model you'll turn out yes. to be. And everyone should go to that. It'll be a it'll be a blast. A woman named Peg Smith yes. from Middleway House yes. received an award. She sure did. Peg Smith is a, a real a wonder of a person who really is one of those examples of someone who is um, compelled to share her skills and her interests with the community. She became a volunteer with Middleway House and uh, ended up elevating her involvement so she could follow her interest in curriculum development. Mm. She got a master's late in life, um, was a recent transplant to Bloomington when they moved here to retire, and um, she saw a need uh, as uh, one of the people who was in the crisis uh, response program there at Middleway House. She saw a need for early education, and there was nothing going on in the schools for the particular age level that that she was looking at. So um, she developed it. And they got it in the schools, and she has continued to, to cultivate that program, and we were so pleased to be able to honor her for that. Volunteerism, officially sanctioned volunteerism, as it were, has been something here in Bloomington since about 1980. We're going into the 40-year anniversary That's right. of the uh, of Bloom- City of Bloomington Volunteer Network. At first, uh, this organization or this department or what is it actually in the city? It's a program of community and family resources department. Under a department. Yes, that's it. Okay. Now this was started under Mayor Frank McCloskey. That's going way back in time. It is. We're back. Yeah, 1980. Originally, it was called the Volunteer Action Center. Yes. And then at some time, the name was changed. This is interesting. This was the second city in the nation to have such a program. Yes, we followed New York City into that endeavor. I really do believe it was a bold choice at the time to do it, but um, it was 
it was a response to the the tough times of the early 80s. Yeah, there, there was a recession going on. Yeah. Yeah. So it it was it was tough times for people who were trying to um, maintain stability. We had a um, kind of a, an energy crisis as well. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's ringing familiar right now. Our government and our nonprofits were looking to people to help. And so uh, at the time, our local government said, hey, we need to address this. And we think it, it deserves its own programming and sub- some stability within the structure of government here locally to be prioritized um, within the city and to be able to provide these links, this centralization, so that folks can find ways to contribute. The actual anniversary of the organization is coming up. That's right. February 20th is the day that Mayor McCloskey um, kind of opened the doors to the Bloomington Volunteer Action Center at the time. And we've been going steady ever since. And here we are in 2020 celebrating our 40th year. And while we're at it, the Be More Awards, which we have been going on about for a little while, the Be More Awards this year will be? The Be More Awards will be March 31st. It's a Tuesday, so we know you're not doing anything. You can come on over. It'll be at the Buskirk Chumley Theater. It's open, free, and open to the public. What fun. Yes. And the awards, when is that nomination cut off? February 3rd. That's Get a on Monday. it, folks. Yes. Let's, th- let's look at some of the other award winners from last year. Uh, this was an interesting group, the Hub Composting Crew. They created compost for Mother Hubbard's cupboard, and I couldn't believe this, I'm telling you. They transformed 18 tons of food waste into, they actually went into the garbage and found all the old onion pieces and uh, gristle and all the rest of that stuff. I hope they wore gloves. <laughs> I hope they wear I, aprons. They, they actually advertise it as one of the smelliest volunteer positions around, and people still go and do it. <laughs> right, right. Well, they created, as I say, uh, took 18 tons of food waste and turned it into compost Absolutely. for the various things that you want to grow, like my carrots and all that. Yeah. They did that for Mother Hubbard's Cupboard. Well, and Mother Hubbard's Cupboard is a food pantry, but yeah. uh, they're not your typical food pantry in that they grow their own food as well. They wow. they not only shop at the food bank for that, that canned um, non-perishable food, but they, they prioritize organic food. They prioritize fresh fruits and vegetables, so they have partnerships with um, various organizations and individuals who also plant a row, you know, or, or help facilitate the gardens there at the hub. And the composters are one part of that system of growing fresh food that um, will nourish people who are often, even if they can get food, it might not be the most nutritious. And so they've decided to take that extra step and, and go the extra mile and even make the dirt healthy. <laughs> yeah. Now, these people are not sitting around watching TV. That's what you're saying. They are following their values into the community and then saying, you know, like, I, I believe in composting. I do it at my own home, and I, I think I can show you or help you how to do that at the food pantry because I think my neighbors deserve the same thing that I, I do. Here's another uh, Be More Award winner from last year, 2019, Israel Herrera from the Bloomington Commission on Hispanic and Latino Affairs. Right. And Israel is is wonderful. He's involved in so many things. I don't know how he finds the time to do it, but he makes the time because he was actually honored in a lot of ways uh, because of 
his cheering on and his mentoring of other people. Mm-hmm. He believes in other people, and he uh, you ha- need cheerleaders. Definitely, he's um, he's one of our most prolific nominators every year, and this year he finally received the award himself um, because he is such a supporter of the the Hispanic and Latino community here locally and at IU. And he doesn't see the boundary between the two. He Mm. really sees it as one community, and he's a wonderful, wonderful um, attribute to our community. We're still going down the (laughs) roster of the 2019 Be More Award winners, uh, giving us a picture of what the organizations are Mm. that do good work for people here and who the individuals are. For instance, Ted Unwin of Wonder Lab, won an award last year. That's right. And Wonder Lab, you you must know if you live here in Bloomington, is one of our shining stars, uh, locally grown and and now growing. Um, Wonder Lab is just down the street from the station, WFHB station here, and they are an exploratory science museum. And Ted is one of their um, exploration coaches. So he actually... He does a lot of things, and he, he also interacts with the children, but he interacts with the reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> he interacts and supports the staff. Um, I believe he's retired as well, so he spends a lot of his time down there um, contributing to that community as well. Now, for the fifth time, I'm going to try this. <laughs> the, the previous four I have cut health out of this. The Health escorts. Clinic Client Escorts of Planned Parenthood of Indiana and Kentucky. These are the people you see on the street as you pass by the uh, on uh, College Avenue, the uh, Planned Parenthood location here in Bloomington that help people get safely through to the doorway That's of right. Planned Parenthood. Yeah, and this was a group um, award recipient, so there were several people that came to the stage to receive this award. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it is also an example of how you can take your advocacy into your service. It, yeah. Advocacy, um, if you feel passionate about an organization's cause, you don't just have to write a letter or, you know, right. um, donate or something. You can actually go out and take action. You can do something. You can do something, and you can do something locally, and, and that's what these folks have done, and... Um, they got a, a big cheer of support at last year's celebration uh, for, for doing what they do in our community and not being afraid to express their values in that way. Another group that won the award were the Black Graduate Student Association. Yes, and we give out awards for groups or individuals from the student population as well. So mm-hmm. one of our awards is is the student award, and they were the recipients of that. They do a lot of organizing around service engagement, around empowerment, education, and um, are a real connector for a lot of people here at the at the IU and Bloomington community. Two people won the final two awards. One was Molly Gleason. She volunteered for tutoring adult learners they may be um first-time learners but adults or they could be um we have a lot of people new to the community who may have um, proficiency in another language Uh but not in english and so they'll come into the library and we call it the vital program volunteering and adult in tutoring adult learners and molly has been a standout with that program um, going above and beyond just the regular tutoring sessions and becoming a real mentor and friend to a lot of the people in the program Then, a high school student, and boy, I hope I don't destroy this name, Thais Hauskrecht. Yes, Thais 
Thais. <laughs> House crashed. <laughs> of Bloomington High School South. She's part of the students advocating for a greener environment. Right. And I also read she speaks a number of languages. She does. I happen to know Thais personally. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, friends of friends. And uh, Thais, yeah, she speaks a Portuguese, German, English. I think she also knows a couple of others that she picked up in school. But, uh, yeah, she's multilingual, and she uses that skill. Again, this is a, a skill-sharing opportunity. She uses that skill to get through to different populations, different friends that she knows about her passion for the environment. You have devoted your entire adult life to this volunteer business. Well, you know, I, I'm from Bloomington, mm -hmm. and when you're from Bloomington, I think you, you need to and you stay in Bloomington uh, through your adulthood, you need to look for your own Bloomington. And as I graduated from college and um, stayed, remained here in Bloomington, I found the nonprofit community and it, I really found a home in it um, because it's, it's people and it's passion and it's creativity and, and these folks are trying to make life better for everyone. And I said, hey, that sounds great, I'm in. That passion comes at least through your mother. Yes, yeah. We Georgia. Do. <laughs> yeah, Georgia Shake. We have uh, a little bit of a family tradition of community engagement. Uh, my mother was the director of the Retired and Senior Volunteer Program through yes. the Area 10 Agency on Aging for about 15 years. And but that, she started off, Yes. <laughs> this is what I've read, I'm telling you, as a young girl, before she would sit down to her own dinner, she would have to carry plates of dinner over to the elderly homebound couple that lived down the block in her hometown of Maumee, Ohio. That's true. That's a true story. Yeah. Yeah. That's not one that I heard um, growing up. I actually, I heard it when I was a, a young adult oh, uh, really? from my grandmother and from from my mother. And it just started, everything started to click for me. It yeah. made sense uh, all the things that she had done since, because uh, that ethic of service and helping your neighbor literally uh, is what I remember growing up as as a young girl. I would tag along um, as a young girl in the backseat of our Ford Maverick <laughs> as my mother delivered Meals on Wheels. Right. Yeah. Meals on Wheels. And even before that, she did things like she would play the accordion for residents of uh, local nursing homes back in the hometown. Well, you got to practice, right? Wow. <laughs> and a lot of that must have come from her mother as well. Yeah, my grandmother was very much, uh, community was in her living room, I think. It was, she is a depression baby, so she, you know, you helped each other. You helped out. She was one of 14, and, and you just kind of, you helped each other. Lucy Shake, it's in your genes. I guess so. <laughs> so, this past August, you were named the full, no longer acting coordinator of the City of Bloomington Volunteer Network. It's the 40th anniversary. What are you going to be doing? How are you going to change the organization? Or are you going to change the organization? <laughs> well, I think our organization is really strong, and we are very fortunate to have all of the amazing network partners, some of which we've been talking about today, these organizations that we work with. And, and we don't only work with, we are the network. I like to see uh, the volunteer network as um, 
a circle, not a hierarchy, right? You know, I'm I'm just there to amplify and cheer on everything that these nonprofits do and to offer them resource and assistance so that people can have great experiences volunteering in their organizations. Lucy Shake is the coordinator of the City of Bloomington Volunteer Network. She's been at it for this, as I said before, for the entire century. She's been there since 2000. You're not that old, don't worry. <laughs> Lucy, (laughs) thanks so much for being on Big Talk. Thanks for having me.